0: Welcome to a special bonus episode of On the RLC, part of the How Great Events Happen podcast.
1: That's right. This is where we cuddle up on Cody's soon-to-be-famous red leather couch. We enjoy a delicious coffee beverage while we hear stories from event
0: professionals. That's right. Today we have the Ugook team.
1: They're actually based out of Las Vegas. They're a content creation company focusing mainly on video.
0: All right. It sounds familiar.
1: It is familiar because we've actually worked with them before. They helped us with some video a couple of years ago at our Las Vegas event, C-Vent Connect. Um, Ugoog actually does a lot of different projects. They do social media advertising. They've worked on commercials. They do music videos, marquee contents for a lot of the most popular uh, hotels in las vegas and even some feature films
0: very cool sounds like they do a lot
1: they do and they have really great experience working with live events they have some fun stories that they want to share with us
0: so hey guys hey. hey hey Hey. so hey. my first question for you is what delicious coffee beverage did
2: you bring with you today
1: there's no wrong answer
2: yeah well, of course, I have my trusty PSL on me at all times. Heck
1: yeah. I think that's what you have too, Cody, <laughs> Yeah, right? I'm
2: enjoying a PSL right now. Brooke, what about you?
1: Um, mine is iced, but it has <laughs> soy milk in it because Portland, right?
0: <laughs> so perfect. I think we can dive right in here. So you guys, what are you going to tell us about today? I heard some crazy stories is and I'm a so excited. Yeah, I, heard a a, I heard a story about a horse
3: and a casino. So I, I, really I nice. urge you, can you please start with that? Uh, I think we plead the fifth on that one. I don't think that actually, there's no proof of that one actually happening except for it being uh, on a video. Yeah, we we actually did that. We um, were tasked with an uh, exciting challenge of trying to get a horse into a casino. And uh, those phone calls uh, were, I wish we would have recorded them because people did not think we were serious. And uh, we were, and it was a bit challenging to be honest with you.
1: I feel like planners are always trying to coordinate with casinos on crazy stuff. I mean, a lot of events take place in the casinos, right? I think I saw a marching band walk through one one time. What was that? What was even the project? What were you guys doing that for?
3: Uh, This one was actually a a music video for Ellie Goulding. And we uh, were the production company uh, record here in town. We partnered up with another company out of California but they used us because of our knowledge and relationships in Las Vegas and when you try to get a horse into a casino there's a lot of believe it or not there's a lot of roadblocks. there's a lot of red tape Uh, people don't just want a horse you know going through their casino and there's so many casinos that that won't let you do it but then there are a couple that will and those are usually ones that don't have as much bureaucracy and uh are in this case, family owned and operated. So they kind of lean towards that stuff. So again, just knowing who your audience is and trying to find that right person that's going to let you in the back door, literally. Uh, yeah, that. I mean, it, it ended up being the El Cortez Hotel downtown, uh, which is a historic casino and building. And so they had all these other restrictions because of the historical building. You couldn't, you know, do certain things. But, and apparently horses don't like to go up elevators. Oh, who, who would have found that out?
1: That's shocking news. Do
3: horses uh, like to poop inside of uh, your casino? Horses like to poop wherever they want. That's, you know, you don't really, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they, they go wherever they want. So if they're walking through the, uh, the lobby of the casino and that's where they decide to do it, then that's why you got a poop wrangler. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, Speaking of events, you guys do spend a lot of time at events. I know this is some of your background. You guys do a lot of different kind of videos, music videos, all kinds of stuff. In fact, you worked with UNLV recently, right?
3: Uh, yeah, uh, I'll take this one. This is, uh, yeah, we, we work with UNLV. We've done a couple commercials with the UNLV athletic department for their basketball team, men's basketball team, uh, football, baseball. This particular experiment was something that we pitched a few years back and they just didn't have the technology and they weren't ready to do it yet, but they finally got a partner with the right technology and we were able to do it. But we we did some projection mapping on the court. So we laid out the court in the computer and basically mapped it with you know different graphics, different kind of exciting little activations, and then kind of told a story already using the, the UNLV has a historic kind of walk-in basketball entrance that if you mess it up, you hear about it. So we kind of had to work within the confines, you know, the, the sandbox, if you will, and make content around the stuff that was already happening live, which was a bit of a challenge as well, on top of it already being a difficult task to do the projection mapping so and it was a
2: very short turnaround yeah. on this project right it was right. like two weeks that we had to prepare this but yeah i think yeah. It, i think it really helped that we're all unlv alum and kind of intrinsically know that brand you know like the back of our hands and uh, we've kept up with it throughout the years through various projects so i think that helped a lot to get it done in such a short time frame
1: yeah it kind oh, of sounds it like, did. There's like definitely a did. common theme here right like Having somebody who is boots on the ground, like if you're having an event in Las Vegas, it is a, hugely beneficial to have companies like videographers from the area right. who can get you in the back door of a casino or can get you into the UNLV basketball yeah. court.
0: It's all about the hookups. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. absolutely.
3: We've gotten most of our work uh, from, from major brands that way because they usually tend to be a little bit on the more wise or crafty side where they know that they've learned that so they look for somebody local that has a good reputation that's done these kind of events before and you know helps them kind of it just makes their experience a lot more uh, rewarding you know cuz it's no one knows it like the people that
2: live here and our specialty is really understanding the brand doing that research and putting the time in to really understand your brand deeply so that we can make sure it's consistent across everything we do.
1: Have you guys done anything? Because, I mean, it sounds like you've done things at events, um, but anything to use video to kind of expand the days of an event, you know, creating some hype beforehand or helping to keep the audience engaged afterwards? I mean, it seems like video is just a really interesting way to engage audiences through like social and things like that.
3: I'll take this one again. uh, So video, obviously, if you don't have a link to something, it's like, what, you don't have a link? I mean, everyone has to have a link to something. So uh, it also helps kind of get the message across before you get there. In addition to actually when you have like, say, we we, we were in the live production business for a while. I mean, we still do it. We create content for the actual events, but there's a lot of pre-planning to that where, you know, you, you need to know what's going to go on the screens, but you also kind of need to know what leads up to them. And then post-production, if you record the right things, you can kind of repurpose it in multiple ways, you know, so that uh, if you've got like a full campaign to how Brett was saying that if you do the research and we, and we partner with these companies that actually will allow us to kind of uh, share our experiences with them so that they can learn from that. And then and then ask us, well, what do we think would be beneficial? Because there is a lot to that reciprocation. So yeah, I it's really
2: all about that pre-production and planning and understanding the goals of the client so that we can figure out and help the client figure out what deliverables they actually need to get their message across.
3: Yeah, and, and it helps them be most cost effective as well, because you're not just out there just kind of shotgun style, just shooting whatever. You have a you have a s- select Shot list that you're trying to acquire while you're on site, but also the pre-produced stuff. You know exactly what you're shooting as well. So it, it's really just being uh, kind of frugal with your with your shot selection and knowing what the overall campaign and message is, so that you don't waste time getting stuff that you just don't need, but getting extra stuff that happens on the fly that you could reuse later, you know, for other purposes. So yeah, it's kind of yeah, the,
2: having the having the plan in place leaves you the room to. Get creative and and find things on the fly that really make those pieces pop.
4: Yeah. And I think we all understand that the the actual event is very important, but it's also the marketing that goes into that event that's gonna, you know, drive your audience to that event. And then after the event's over is gonna make that event last longer. And so that's that's another way to approach, you know, like a three-phase process there.
1: Just to give insight to our audience, the reason reason we're talking to you guys is kind of twofold. First, <laughs> we've actually worked together um, at, on one of our live events in Las Vegas at c Connect. Yeah, yeah,
0: I remember you guys. I remember seeing Brett. Yeah,
1: we used a video in a really cool way where we took video of the event itself and we created an interactive asset that um, our audience could interact with days weeks months after the event was even over and that had a few key takeaways so that was kind of a cool project
2: yeah that was pretty cool yeah that you? was especially fun because we got to really embarrass your uh your podcast producer by putting a a GoPro gimbal on her head and guiding her around the show floor. Oh, poor, Yaliz. poor Yaliz. yeah She remember... did a great job though. <laughs> She's a Whoa, champ. She, did. she was a great camera operator. <laughs> she did great. So good. <laughs> I remember I was also on stage
0: and I had to talk about anything really. Cause there was no audio going. Um so Yulise was staring right at me and I was like trying to perform. It was pretty difficult. <laughs> Cody, we're uh, you're, s- right? you're the star of that project. We understand. Yeah. Everybody look it up because I'm almost famous.
1: Actually, what we should do is we will put that asset on yeah, so the cvent.com slash podcast. So everyone. Wonderful idea.
0: See Wonderful idea. I love that.
1: Is there any any other kind of cool video projects that you guys have worked with um, in conjunction with live events?
4: events yeah Yeah. i mean there's there's been a couple of them wes you have yeah we did we did some work with lyft uh they put they've they've done a few live events uh they go out for nascar uh they put on a uh festival with these giant art cars that shoot fire and so we went out there and captured that stuff and basically had a you know, about a month out, we had talks about how we could uh, promote, and then after the after even after the festival was over, how we could continue to um, use the video content as basically as PR for the good stuff they were doing to raise money for the arts. So that that event was pretty awesome. Yeah, think of Fire and Burning Man and the most
3: obscure vehicles that you can think of, and those were the ones that. Uh were there in full force. I mean, it, it was it was quite an event. It was a spectacle. It so crazy. <laughs> and you can
2: see some of those still on display downtown on Fremont. They have them permanently installed and kind of cycle them around. It's, it's a really cool thing to check out when you're here.
4: That's very cool. Yeah. And we can, uh, can you guys put links on the the podcast? Because we can also uh, put in links of the videos, some of the videos like the behind the scenes of the uh, UNLV projection mapping. So you can kind of see how we use Uh, that content uh, post event as well for us and for our clients.
1: Absolutely. I think we should definitely highlight this and, and give everybody sort of a sneak peek. I mean, and it just sort of goes along with what you guys are saying, right? Like you have these events, it's a couple days long and you're doing all these crazy activations but it's also about capturing that and using it to your advantage after the event but being really thoughtful about what it is that you're trying to capture because you only have a finite amount of time to do that right exactly so and a
3: lot of experience. times you're not you're not thinking about doing it when you're there you know so pre-planning it is is everything because uh, repurposing that content later on social media is is paramount to to Wes's point. You know, you get so much value out of that. It's kind of like, oh, you wish you were there kind of thing. And you don't get that if you don't plan for it ahead of time.
4: Right. Events are crazy enough to have to think of one extra idea in the moment. So it's good to plan that ahead of time.
1: For sure. Well, what else do you think our audience needs to know about leveraging video at events? I mean, as you guys are the experts, you've been doing this for years. Is there any advice, mistakes you've made that you can help our audience out so they don't make the same mistakes?
3: I, I, I in general, I would say that don't undervalue the value of video. Uh it's so important and powerful these days that it is becoming more and more a part of these uh events, conferences and whatnot. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of outlets. I mean, just social media alone is of of huge value. So a lot of here's a lot of people. There's a misnomer. Any video can really be repurposed as a social media video. So if you think of any video that you're going to do during this this live event, you can actually repurpose that content to show it later in some sort of social media campaign of sorts. So I think just budgeting, budgeting for video and uh, finding a team that you trust, that's that's huge because you could put a lot of money into a company that, you know, they don't really have the expertise. So do your homework, find a, find a partner, uh, feet on the ground, like you said, not just here in Vegas or wherever you're going and, uh, you know, and, and call them and vet them out ahead of time, you know, and ask other people, but it's a collaborative sport, so, you know, Listen as much as you talk, I'd say. That's yeah, really good that. advice. Yeah, Great advice, guys. Well, thank you
0: so much for, uh, for your time today.
1: Enjoy your thank pumpkin you. spice lattes. Yeah,
4: thank you for having us. Of course, yeah, It's been
3: great.
1: We'll talk to you guys soon. All right. All,
3: All right. right. Take care. Bye-bye.
4: Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Right. bye bye Bye-bye. <laughs>